Welcome to the Create and Grow Rich podcast with Cafe Strategies. This is your host, Janine Ledford, and I'm excited to be announcing a new thing that we'll be adding to the podcast lineup, which are Diamond Mentor Moments. These are just small segments that'll just give you a hit of intercultural creative thought. So we hope you enjoy them. This particular one is a little bit longer than normal, but I know it'll be impactful. We are introducing for 2021, the seven gems of intercultural creative thinking. This will be mind blowing and it's groundbreaking work. And so we look forward to introducing you to the concepts now and to helping you train your team members on how to think interculturally and how to be top creative thinkers, which is now the number one skill needed in the workforce. Enjoy the show. Hey, this is Janine with your Thursday Diamond Mentor Moment. Today's the day before Christmas, and I just wanted to send you out a happy holiday, whether you celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas, or Kwanzaa, or just overall just holiday joy. This is my gift to you. This one will be a little bit longer than normal because I am gifting you and gifting the world our seven gems of intercultural creativity. I'm so excited to really just go a little bit deeper in what that is and how it's going to be a profound impact into our training to get people really just equipped with the skills that they need for this new landscape post-pandemic world. So I will be sharing my screen with the slide. I just want to once again introduce myself. I'm Janine Letford, a creativity, intercultural creativity trainer, speaker, and author. And this is the seven gems of intercultural creativity. Before I get started, I just want to let you know that we are we're already in a shift. Before the pandemic hit, AI. AR, VR, just the technologies have been really moving us along faster than we can even keep up, certainly faster than our school systems can keep up. And we are looking at the new skills that are needed within the workforce. I don't know if you're aware of the research that are changing the way that we work, live, and create. And I listed a few before, you know, your artificial intelligence, your drones, your internet of things, machine learning. So that already put us in a position of looking at what the World Economic Forum listed as the top critical skills that our workforce needs going into 2020. Creativity was number three. I believe problem solving and critical thinking were one and two, which those are already involved in creative thinking. So we already knew that creative thinking was so important as we are entering into the fourth industrial revolution. But then the pandemic hit. And we now know that creative creative thinking is even more important. Before I carry on with our seven gems, I really am big on definitions because people have different definitions of, of these words. What is creativity? First of all, a lot of people think that creativity is only the arts, and I'll talk about that a little bit later. And they also just think that creativity is only for a few. As we move forward, creativity, as far as what we in my my books and our training look at creativity, creativity is the process of problem finding and problem solving with value, relevance, and novelty. Okay, so looking at uh, the degree, how 
how is the problem solved? I'm looking at how new the idea is. Is it a combination of ideas? That is what creativity is. It's not solely the arts, even though the arts are very important and we use artistic training to improve the creative thinking of our clients, but creativity is so much more and it touches every single field and creativity, creative thinking is what we will need going forward. As we saw in 2020, there was a huge shift in our thoughts on diversity and inclusion. It came up to the forefront, and now a lot of people are really seeing how important diversity is. What my work is focusing on right now is how is creative thinking and DNI work combined for that intercultural success. When you look at what diversity is, Diversity is a mix of people where your differences make a difference. So it could be, you know, your your eth ethnic group, your uh, gender, your sexual orientation, your faith, re religion, different fields. Diversity is just that those mixes of difference that may make a difference. Inclusion is where those differences feel valued, engaged, and people feel appreciated and they feel empowered to create. And that's the, the tie that a lot of people don't really see that I'll be talking about today is that your environment of inclusion affects the creative ability of your team members. But how do you get from diversity to inclusion? And that's where the great work of Dr. Hammer comes in and where Cafe Strategies is really looking to focus on for 2021 is the intercultural competency of your people. A lot of people haven't even heard that word and didn't even know it was a thing that you could train your ability to interact with people from various cultures and backgrounds. And it's a developmental process. Understand, just like math and reading and learning how to type and ride a bike, you know, you, you do it in stages and you get better as you expose yourself to it and you have training, you have facilitation with that developmental process. So we look at the IDI, and this is called the IDC, the Intercultural Development Continuum, and it shows you the developmental path that people have for their intercultural competency, which is the ability and the capability to shift cultural perspectives and appropriately um, be aware of people's cultural differences and commonalities, and you are able to adapt within those different scenarios. And if you look at the developmental route of intercultural development, you'll see that it actually parallels a lot of the same skills and ability as creative thinking development does as well. And that's where we come in. And that's how I developed the seven gems of intercultural creativity because of the development of people interacting with each other from different backgrounds, cultures, experiences is directly um, associated with your developmental ability to think creatively. How is that so? So first we're gonna go um, through the gyms and I'm gonna introduce each one to you and you'll see the parallels, the, the connections of each developmental process. The first one is the growth mindset. I'm calling it the creative growth mindset, the gem journey. The first step is allowing people to understand that they're actually on a journey. This is a developmental process. Your creative thinking abilities 
needs to be addressed and it needs to be, you need to be aware that you can get better at it. Creativity is a skill and any skill can be improved if you give it time and give it the attention that it needs. 75% of people think that they're not living up to their full creative potential. And another high percentage people think that you're either born with it or they're not. So with this step, we really look at the myths that people might have been carrying around this whole time that great ideas only come from the top. Like I said before, you're either born with or you're you're not. That creativity only involves the arts. So you have millions of people walking around thinking they're not creative because they're not artistic. And so the second you start saying, I'm not creative, I'm not creative, guess what gets shut down? Your creative ability. So we really deal with the mindset here. And uh, we also deal with the intercultural developed mindset of how have you really been exposed to other cultures? And when I say cultures, I just don't mean ethnic cultures. That's the main thing that comes to mind. Whether you're from, you know, your American culture with we even within America, there's several cultures within America. The culture actually means um, a group of people that hold the same values, you know, beliefs and systems. And basically the, the, the fun way to say it is this is what we do around here. This is just who we are. This is what we do around here. So those, those standards and values, those are a part of a cultural system. So you can even have a soccer mom culture or um, just, you know, a, a band, high school band culture. If any of you guys were in band, I, I was. So there's definitely a band culture, but just a group of people that they kind of have their values and beliefs are more or less in alignment. So when you are dealing with bringing all these together to work, to create, to innovate, be mindful that they're coming from different backgrounds, they're coming from different cultures, therefore they're coming from a different mindset. So we really look at the reflective piece on them seeing their journey to this point of what has been their creative and intercultural path so far. And is there any reflective work that needs to be done there to get them on the right track, to, to dismantle any negative setbacks that they may have had that they may not even know. So we look at the creative set and also we use the IDI, which is the intercultural development inventory. And that is a solid, solidified assessment that shows them where they are on this continuum. It shows them that if they're in a polarization mindset and we give them the steps to work through that and to continue from the monocultural mindset all the way into an intercultural mindset that's more of a global reach. And once again, there's no um, judgment on where they land. It's just good to know where you are in the continuum so you know what to do to continue your growth in your intercultural development. Our next gem, and I love it because I am all about the diamond, our logo is a diamond, so these are the seven gems, is an open mind, open heart, the empathetic way. If you look at highly creative thinkers, you will see that they have wonderful open minds. In fact, in all the research that I've looked at, they said that the number one indicator of a person who is likely to be highly creative is their ability to have an open mind. So we look at those characteristics. How can you build that aspect within your work, within your personality to increase your open mind? Another thing that we look at in this particular module is we look at your open heart, your ability to have empathy and your ability to connect with other people 
from your own culture and from other cultures as well. We look at the concept of mirror neurons and we also look at the concept of social contagion. So when we look at your cultural aspect, the organizational cultural as aspect, we look at who's involved, who has influence and who is possibly influencing other people because that does affect the creative culture of the organization. So our second gym is your open mind, open heart. We also deal with your belief systems as well. All right, your third gem. I see you, I see me, cultural observation. Starting with the creative aspect, if you can't observe it, you can't create with it. Creativity really starts with your ability to look at the knowledge and information and experiences that you've had and combine them, recombine them, and shift perspectives with them. So if you're not really honing up your observational skills, and that's not just your seeing, um, people think the word observe means just to see, but it's really interacting with all of your senses. So in our training, we really just reawaken the senses that it may have been dulled through just life, through school, through just cultural dulling of your senses. And we take you through training to reawaken them and to utilize them effectively for your creative pursuits. Another thing that we do in this module is to be culturally aware and to increase your intercultural competency, you have to be aware of your own cultural observations and values and beliefs, as well as aware of others. So if we look at your observational skills creatively, that automatically takes you to the next level of looking at your cultural observational skills and looking at if you can really identify the differences and, and similarities between your culture and other cultures. So those two skills are very, very closely connected. We just really make sure that you are trained in observational skills and abilities. Your next gem is cultural curiosity. I call it give me more. Curiosity, like open-mindedness, is an indicator of highly creative thinkers. Basically, when you're curious, you're looking to close the gap between what you know and what you're looking for, like that, that questioning, that, that just the amount of curiosity and just to close that knowledge gap. People who are innately curious are automatically innately more creative because they're taking initiative to go to that next level to find out that next thing. They don't need someone to tell them what that you do. They already have it within them. So when you, first of all, hone in those curiosity skills, which is a skill, which means it can be improved. We look at really strengthening your curiosity skills. And as you know, some of my, most of my training is derived from the childlike perspective because children already come to us highly curious. They already come to us highly observant. In fact, they'll put things in their mouth just to get data about what they're interacting with. So it's my job to reawaken those skills with, with you. So when we look at your curiosity skills, we then attach them to the cultural aspect of being curious about people who have different experiences and backgrounds and just views and values and beliefs that you may have. But how do you do that in a respectful way that is not um, damaging to the relationship or damaging to the person? So we look at routes to be reflective and also um, investigative in one wonderful, wonderful, cur curious way. So that is a great skill. That's a creative skill, but it's also an intercultural development skill as well. 
I love kaleidoscopes. They were fun, loved them when I was a child, but they're critical now because a huge creative skill is your ability to shift perspectives and to look at one thing from multiple viewpoints. Now I bring in the arts in a lot of my training. I come from an educational background. Uh, I'm an award-winning teacher and I taught arts integration and creative thinking at the university level and at the elementary school level for over a decade. And so I really use the arts to increase your perspective shifting ability. If you can use the arts and know how to transform ideas, know how to communicate ideas through multiple methods, you have increased your ability to perspective shift. Now, this is critical in creative thinking because you have to be able to look at an idea from multiple viewpoints. I call them entry points into the problem or the situation. But also when you're working with people from different backgrounds, you should be able to perspective shift as well. You should be able to know how you guys can have the same experience, but have a different viewpoint or or just a different experience while you're going through the same event. That ability will be crucial in your goal in increasing your intercultural development skills, being able to perspective shift and being able to understand where another person could be coming from, even if you don't agree agree with them, that is totally fine, but you're able to put yourselves in their shoes. And that's connected to the empathy route as well. And our other gym, as we're getting, leaving the monocultural mindset and getting more into the intercultural global mindset, I call it culturally true while being you. How do you get into other cultures? How do you get into other people's shoes and position and their perspectives while still holding on to your core values? Highly creative people and people who are further along on the IDI or the IDC continuum, they are able to not only be aware of differences and commonalities between cultures, but they are able to adapt, adapt their behavior to um, to fit the certain situation. So let's say this is an ethnic cultural situation or a global cult- cultural situation where you have to create or do business or negotiate with a team from another culture. You're ab- able to be curious, observe, be cu- curious, and um, look at things from multiple perspectives. But now you're in the situation. Now you have to actually adapt your behavior to that particular environment. And people who are further along on the IDC, the intercultural development continuum, they are able to adapt their behavior. But at the same time, you're still true to who you are. You know, you're not going to violate your innate core values, but you're able to shift things. You're able to communicate a certain way. Communication is really key during both of these developmental processes. You're able to be aware of nuances. You're able to be aware of behavioral communications, verbal communications, and even just things that are unsaid. All of these are key in your ability to operate, to to connect, and hopefully eventually innovate with people from various cultures. And the last one, I believe is the most important one, and I believe is our goal, and probably why it's purple, like the royalty of it all, is being the bridge. Being the bridge. 
can you create across cultures? This is our endpoint and the beginning point of just being innovative and the sky is not even the limit. The universe is the limit. Now, if you use the, the metaphor of, of, of a bridge, a bridge is there to connect two pieces of land and to get resources back and forth. So if you're the bridge, if you're the intercultural creative bridge between two groups of people, you're able to get resources back and forth and to help people connect. You are the connector. And if you looked at the work from Malcolm Gladwell and people like, like that, he talks about the importance of being that connector, being that the, the one who is able to bring people together and to make sure that information, resources, and ideas transfer well. When you're an intercultural bridge, you're able to communicate well between cultures, which means you're able to connect well and create well and hopefully innovate well between cultures. Once again, these are all skills. Skills can be developed. And the fact that we went through or actually going through now this pandemic, everyone is online. This should show us that anyone can do your job. They could be in India, they could be in Africa, they could be in Europe, they could be in America. You no longer need to drive to work to do your job. You're working remotely for most of us. And so that means anyone could have your position, which I predict that means we're going to have even more of a global workforce within the United States and around the world. So our ability to really fine tune these skills are going to be key as we move forward into 2021, being able to look at um, our mindset around these creative and intercultural issues, being able to develop our growth mindset, which you look at the work of Carol Dweck, growth mindset. That means I can get better. If I mess up at something, it's okay. It's just a learning experience. I can move on. Being able to have an open mind and an open heart and look empathetically to people. Being able to culturally observe and environmentally observe and extract as much information from our observations that include all of our senses, not just our eyes. Being able to be curious about not just our work, but about people and their experiences and why things are the way they are, why people do the things that they do, really looking at increasing our curiosity capacity, being able to perspective shift and really get out of our own shoes and rotate that 360 perspective rotation. I have a lot of fun activities that I do to increase that perspective shifting for people, being able to authentically adapt in various situations that take skill, just like, you know, just singing. If you want to sing better, that, that takes pra practice. If you want to just be a better new musician, that takes practice. Being a better authentic adapter in various cultural situations, it takes practice. And of course, connecting across the cultural lines and creating across cultural lines. That is the seven gems of intercultural creativity, looking at the developmental processes of creative thinking and intercultural competency, intertwining them because they're very similar and presenting them 
to the world, to the workspace. I am so excited. I'm writing the book about it now and I looked it up. There's no one else writing about intercultural creativity. There's people writing about creative thinking. There's people writing about, you know, DNI work and intercultural competency. But as far as them together, I believe I am the first. So I'm so excited to get that out to, to you. We have keynote speakers at cafestrategies.com talking about this. We have courses and we have trainings about intercultural creativity for 2021, making sure your people have the skills they'll need to create, to connect, and to innovate across cultural lines. I hope that you enjoyed this and I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Please visit cafestrategies.com or reach out to me if you need any other further information and we'll see you in the new year. Bye-bye.